Hello and welcome to StarCast for the 16th of November 2021, a chilly Tuesday evening here in Kingston, New York. Welcome. First house announcement, the 2022 annual edition from Planet Waves is called Tune In 2022. This is my 24th year of doing annual readings for my Planet Waves readers, listeners, and subscribers, and this is going to be a good one, covering all kinds of interesting events, including Jupiter in Pisces, Chiron in Aries, Saturn in Aquarius, and, uh, and, and lots else. Please check the front page of Planet Waves. .net or click on the top tab, tune in 2022 for additional information. The big aspect of our moment is Mars opposite Uranus. Mars is in Scorpio, been there for a few, well, a week and a half or so, and Uranus is in Taurus. It's been there since early 2018. Uh, Mars opposite Uranus is, um, sorry, Uranus and Taurus, excuse me, is uh, one of the uh, placements that's setting the zeitgeist of, of our era in history. It's responsible for the instability of values, the economic struggle and instability, and a diversity of other factors. Mars is a quicker mover. Mars orbits the sun in just two years. Uranus takes 84 years. Uh, so they do make an opposition every couple of years, uh, but not so many in the course of any one transit of Uranus through a sign, say, for example, three or four times. So they're kind of rare in that sense. And, uh, and Wednesday is one of those events. Uh, this is the astrology of something changing suddenly, um, of there being some surprise development. It's also a reminder to be chill uh, do not drive too quickly. Uh, certainly do not drive under the influence of substances. Mars, Uranus aspects are classical and accident astrology. And this can include interpersonal accidents. That all said, it is a very exciting aspect, highly charged uh, with Mars and Taurus and Uranus and Scorpio and all that stuff. It is distinctly sexual in nature. So it's uh, the kind of uh, astrology where you might just feel inspired to do something that you might not ordinarily do or to do it with someone that you might not ordinarily do it with. And this can include not uh, counting the consequences. And there are those times when it is important to not count the consequences. Of course, there are times when it's important to do so. The choice really is yours unless you are just um, guided by some deep, inwardly moving impulse that is um, shaping your consciousness at that moment, and then that's just uh, the thing to do is the thing to do. All right, let's uh, get a fresh Sprite window open here. Uh, meanwhile, uh, as of this very moment uh, that I'm recording, uh, a little ahead of 6 o'clock Eastern time, uh, the moon is in the very last degrees of Aries, so let's get... Uh, a time on the moon ingressing, Taurus. And that is tonight at 9.17, 42 uh, seconds, therefore 9.18 p.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time. The moon enters Taurus. 
And uh, interestingly, the moon will and is, in fact, passing through the opposition of Mars and Uranus. So it's going to be emphasized by the moon. This kind of thing keeps happening where there's an aspect between a fast-moving planet, a slow-moving planet, and then one of the luminaries or the moon or something like that jumps into the act right at that moment, which tends to make it feel more visceral, palpable, personal, um, in a sense, more real uh, than it might ordinarily feel, as in not an abstraction. Uh, meanwhile, uh, checking in on Scorpio, Mars is there, as is uh, Mercury. Mercury is at uh, just about to reach uh, <clears throat> 18 even. Uh, the sun is looking like it's about five days away from entering Sagittarius. And speaking of entering Sagittarius, Vesta entered Sagittarius uh, sometime uh, today or yesterday. It's at about a quarter of a degree in, so that's uh, within uh, you know 12 hours or so, uh, maybe a little bit more. But in any event, Vesta is freshly in Sagittarius. So uh, Vesta is, um, I think, uh, one of the most uh, interesting asteroids. I mean, there are a lot of interesting asteroids. Psyche is interesting. Uh, Apollo is interesting. There's all kinds of uh, asteroids denoting all kinds of colors and flavors and shades of human experience. Uh, but Vesta puts us into the, uh, into the mental and emotional and spiritual space, particularly in Sagittarius, of sexual healing. Um, this is a difficult topic for people because everyone knows that pretty much everyone needs some form of sexual healing, but the Marvin Gaye song is not quite uh, explaining exactly quite what to do. But we know that there is such a thing. By the way, for anyone interested in learning about this topic, if you go to planetwaves.fm and then you scroll down a few programs, let me let me navigate there myself and find it, planetwaves.fm, the other Planet Waves uh, website, and you scroll down maybe to about the like, um, okay, the program is the November 4th program right on the cover, and it uh, begins with what Mr. Zornberg taught me. And then uh, there is a um, kind of a virtual conversation between me and Kelly Brogan, who you might know as one of the Disinfo Dozen, the partner of Sayer G, and all that. I think uh, a great uh, person. She's a holistic psychiatrist. And she gave an interview with Saul Luckman a couple of weeks ago. And what I did was I selected certain parts of that interview and uh, – Played what Kelly said, like several four, three different four-minute segments, and then uh, responded uh, in much longer format and uh, riffed on what she was saying. And uh, personally, I think this is my best presentation on the true nature of sexual healing and also the true nature of Vesta, of course, both speaking for our contemporary situation. So uh, there you go, the November 4th show on planetwaves.fm. Okay, so in additional astrology, uh, let's see what's going on. So we've got the sun ingressing uh, Sag. That's really one of the next big um, moments. Let's get the let's get the date on that exact while we're here with the program open. That's on the twenty first at nine thirty three p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So. 
that is uh, late in the day up here in the Northern Hemisphere on November 21st or early in the morning if you're in Europe or England or uh, the, the Eastern former Eastern Bloc countries. Um, overnight, the 21st to the 22nd, the sun enters Sagittarius. And is there an eclipse in there somewhere? Hold on. I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. I'll be right back. Ooh, how about that? A partial lunar eclipse has uh, snuck up on us. Is it the... I am feeling like I am so out of it. Um, so we're approaching a partial lunar eclipse. Let's get the, uh, let's get the co- correct coordinates on that. Good thing I, I researched these uh, podcasts so thoroughly. Um, on the 19th, later in the week, the, uh, the, the 19th is uh, what day of the week? The 19th is Friday. So full moon this Friday, uh, the 19th, is a partial lunar eclipse. The lunar eclipse occurs late in the sign of Taurus. The sun is late in the sign of Scorpio. Uh, so uh, that's exciting. I don't believe I mentioned that in the weekly horoscope or in my article. I can quickly amend the article that will soon be on front page of planetwaves.net to make sure that uh, that got in. Anyway, uh, if there seems to be some strange tension in the air, some strange static electricity, your hair standing up on end as if you're about to get struck by lightning, that is not just Mars opposite Uranus, though that is contributing. Additionally, there's going to be an eclipse, partial eclipse, of the moon in the late degrees of Taurus and Scorpio. Moon, Taurus, again, Sun, Scorpio. Okay, this is, interestingly, square Jupiter. That is a magnifying effect on things. Uh, Jupiter uh, has a a way of uh, enlarging whatever it comes in contact with, and the square can go from enlargement to exaggeration of some kind. And uh, Jupiter in, in Aquarius has been a bit of a challenging spot that very few people have identified as such. Uh, the astrologer Dale O'Brien out in Oregon um, is one of the people who was uh, suspicious of the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction that took place a uh, little bit less than one year ago. And we're right at the end of Jupiter in Aquarius. Jupiter in Aquarius is this know-it-all quality that society has right now where basically it seems like everyone is smarter than you and uh, people who have never handled certain Subjects, so say, for example, involving science and technology, think that uh, th- they know more than everyone else. But the problem is that the so-called experts are also um, kind of full of shit these days and um, making it up as they go along or following an agenda, which is actually worse. It's worse than incompetence. There's something uh, you know, conscious driving uh, this behavior. And uh, that, that is described by Jupiter and Aquarius. It's the not knowing when you don't know. It's the know-it-all. It's the intellectual superiority. It's the overall superiority generally. And the reliance on what I will call a kind of a superstitious version of science rather than a data-based version of science. And there really is no such thing as superstitious science. That's just sorcery witchcraft and uh, and you know belief in things you don't understand as stevie wonder said so uh overall we've got a uh, convergence point this week with the uh with the full moon approaching and uranus uh mars uranus approaching 
and I am going to leave it there. Tonight's Tuesday. I will probably be back with uh, another uh, podcast here on Friday. I'm taking a week off, or two weeks off actually, from Planet Waves FM, <clears throat> though I am planning a music special. Um, if I can pull it together, I, I reckon I'll be able to. The music special is on. Uh, will will drop on the night of Wednesday, the twenty fourth of uh, November. Uh, this is a tradition at Planet Waves of uh, making sure the people who are stranded at home have someone to keep them company, have something to do. And we've done, this will be now the fourth one. The first three were Bob Dylan specials. We're going to mix it up a little bit this year and uh, do something a little bit different, more of a uh, compendium. Usually I like to stick to American folk music, but I'm also thinking maybe a little uh, Ravi Shankar and a little bit of uh, old uh, time Americana classical folk music, you know, predating the folk revolution of the 1960s. Uh, don't forget, check out the page, uh, first page of planetwaves.net for more information about my project called Tune In 2022 uh, with a full description and the best pre order price for those readings. If you get none of my other readings or don't do anything else, uh, with Planet Waves involving uh, your PayPal account, this is the thing to do. The final result is going to be 12 hours of audio readings and then three, actually four, videos uh, in the mix. And it will be kind of um, binge-worthy spiritual indulgence uh, for you. Okay, I'm going to sign off for the night and uh, and post this and send it out around the world. Thank you all for visiting planetwaves.net and planetwaves.fm. All kinds of good stuff on those pages. All kinds of um, actual serious news coverage as well as what I think of as the best and the most competent and qualified astrology going around these days. Uh, that is not so easy to find. Once again, signing off from Kingston, New York at 6.09 p.m. on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Stay in touch and bye for now.